Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to Celtic 1, Rangers 1. Morelos breaks his old form duck and breaks on Tim's hearts and Rangers' unbeaten run in the league continues. I am your host Scott Carney and joining me is Ali Pearson. How are you doing lads? Unbeaten again. And Scott Gemmell. Hey, hi guys. Uh, that was um, a wee bit of daylight robbery, I think. I'll fucking take it, but <laughs> oh, <definitely. laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, an, an interesting game. Um, Rangers didn't look fully at it. Um, whether it's the hangover from the, the, the kind of carry on that's happened or not, I'm not really sure. Or whether just because the league's already over and there's not a lot to, to get in about it. Um, but we will start with um, the starting 11s, obviously. Um, probably a big shock in this one for most. Um, it was McGregor, Balogun, Goldson, Holanda, Barisic, Davis, Kamara, Aribo, Kent, Hadji and Morelos. I, I think we all said that Parson should probably start. He was on the bench and he's actually came on as well. But, but I think we were all quite shocked that Balogun starts at right back. Yeah, when, when the team both came out, we, we both said to each other, surprise Balogun was there. I think Balogun can play right back against pretty much any other team in the SPFL apart from Celtic, to be honest. If I was Celtic, I would have looked at our team and went, I'm going to target them down the right-hand side because you see, but he's not he's not a right-back Balogun. Well, no, he's not a right-back. He has played there. Parson, for me, should have started 100%. If he's not fit, why is he on the bench? He obviously come on later. For, for me, to give a better balance, Parson had to start, and I think he maybe gave too much respect to Celtic. I don't know why, and played Balogun there, but we'll, obviously you'll come on to what happened. But yeah, I was surprised with that. The rest of the team, no, because that's what we predicted. Yeah, Scotia, you're a bit shocked to see Balogun start. Um, I wasn't. I mean, I picked my team on Friday without actually having any information about injury updates and whatnot, so I wasn't aware that Parson was injured. So when I then got around to finding that out, I was like, well, it wouldn't surprise me if Balogun does start. Um, but similar to what Alex says, you know, he's on the bench and, and, and he's came on, you know, if he was on the bench, did he have enough in him to play the full 90 minutes? Maybe it was that. I'm not sure. So, yeah, there was a bit of surprise there, but it was kind of tempered by the fact that I found out that Patterson was sort of carrying a knock and was a doubt. Yeah, I think we were all just a, a wee bit surprised at it. Um, as I say, it turned out to probably be quite a, quite a bad choice. Um, Celtic targeted that area and as as they probably should have but we would drop into the game um, Rangers and Celtic both chose to take a stand and not take a knee to show their support and to take a stand against racism a uh, good strong message from both teams um, really good that the, both clubs have agreed to do that um, so we'll jump into the actual football so both teams start brightly I'd say uh, both teams trying to press each other uh, Celtic probably pressing higher than Rangers but no chances in the first 10 minutes Kent then closes down Kennedy and gets it off him just before it gets back to the keeper he tries to take on Ayer but chooses to try and go down the line instead of probably cutting inside it was probably the wrong choice to try and go down the line and Celtic get the first kind of Shot on goal, really. Um, on 12 minutes, they get a chance from a free kick on the left-hand side. The second phase of it leads to a shot from McGregor, but it's well over. It's well over the bar. But I'll come to you first. It's, that takes us to kind of 15 minutes. It was still a very, very much a 50-50 game at this point. Yeah, and I said to you after about 10 minutes, I think I thought Rangers. It was very 50-50, but I thought Rangers were slightly better than Celtic at this point. I thought we started okay, to be honest. I, you could see they were targeting that right-hand side, which we all thought. But I was a bit of a game of chess, to be honest. At the beginning, we, we did, it went how we thought it would, would go, to be honest. And I was fairly even at that point. 
Scotia, your thoughts on 15 minutes, mate? Um, 15 minutes, it was a really slow start. It was. It didn't feel like an old firm game. It was very passive. You know, I mentioned that the start of the game against Slavia on Thursday night felt like an old firm. It was end-to-end, fairly frantic. This one wasn't. It was um, quite um, slow-burning, I think, was the term that was used in commentary. And yeah, that was it. I thought Rangers started pretty well, though. Sorry, Scotia. Would you would you put the way this old firm starts though, and obviously it, it had that throughout the game because it's a bit of a if you could call it a dead rubber in terms of I know we're going for the unbeaten, but in terms of the league's done, etc. I'd imagine if we both met each other in the Scottish Cup, it would be a completely different game. But did you think it's because there was no real meaning behind it? I know old firms all have meanings, but this one especially, it was there was nothing really to play for. Yeah, I think there's a, a combination of things coming together. You know, over obviously the last few days with what's been going on, I think that's probably taken a bit of toll on the team. It's kind of maybe deflated them, get them fired up and then really deflated them. So that's probably had a wee bit apart, you'd like to think. And then, yeah, because the league's won. Because I, I was actually looking, I mean, the last time we played Celtic in what I would consider a meaningless, meaningless game for us was back in 2009-2010 season when we'd won the league the week before. As, as well, you know, and we played them the week, the week or two weeks after and they beat us 2-1 um, but at that point, you know, we weren't so far in front I think you need to go back to the 90s probably to look to games where this game is completely meaningless, you know, they've done it and naturally I think the foot is going to come off the gas but I think it's a combination of a lot of things there, especially probably what's happened um, over the last few days yeah, I'd, I'd probably go along with that. I think it is a combination of a lot of things that kind of caused this game to have that, yeah, the dead rubber feel about it. The, the kind of, there's not really much to play for. I think there was more for Celtic than there was for Rangers. Um, I think they're obviously trying the hardest to beat us for the first time this season and obviously to stop the unbeaten run. But I think it was only natural for the team to go through a kind of low, considering their kind of emotions and how high the emotions have been. And as well, you've got to remember, it's the disappointment of not being in Europe anymore as well. I know it's obviously overshadowed by the carry-on that happened, but we've still, we still got to put out a competition that we maybe should have done better in. Um, I don't want to be too harsh on them. I still think Rangers have done really well in Europe, but... I think we might look at that as a kind of missed opportunity, but I think it's only natural for there to be a wee bit of flatness. Um, so Rangers then get their first chance or their first half chance, their first real bit of build-up play. Kent showing the desire and the skill to beat a few men. Gets to the byline, cuts it back to Barisic on the left, who whips in a great ball. Morelos gets his head to it, but it's a wee bit behind him and it's an easy one for Bain. But this is the first actual attempt on target for either team. And then Celtic get a breakthrough. Um, a ball slipped in behind from Celtic down her right-hand side. It was becoming all too easy for them to get down the right-hand, uh, our right-hand side. Edward gets a good cross into the box. And even though Hollander is ahead of his man, he somehow doesn't win the header. And El Yanoussi heads her home to make it Celtic 1 Rangers now. Ali, it was coming. Yeah, we both looked at each other and weren't surprised, to be honest. We knew, we knew we've said it again, they would target the right-hand side with Balogun. It slipped down that side. Good ball for Edward. I thought Edward had a lot of joy that first half. He was having a field day, to be honest, down there. Good ball in, but to me, Hollander shouldn't be getting beat by him. You see that front post, and you see Goldson when he actually goes in the back of the net, he's kind of screaming at him, going as if, well, how do you let him go? And 
Yeah, I mean, a good header for the boy, but he, he shouldn't be allowed that header for, I mean, from Hollander. Uh, I mean, I know, Scotch, you're a defender at heart, and you'll be able to tell <laughs> us how to stop that. So, what was your thoughts on it? Well, firstly, on the, the right-hand side issue, um, when I'd seen the lineup, that was a concern for me. And my concern was that Arfield wasn't playing. And I don't know if you noticed during the game, Kamara was playing in the right-hand side and Aribo was in the left-hand side, which isn't normal. It's usually the other way around. And Kamara was obviously there to provide a bit more cover um, for Balogun. And so when I'd seen the lineup, I was worried that Arfield wasn't there because, you know, Hadji doesn't... He's not the type of player that will give you what Arfield does in terms of the defending. So I was worried there and, yeah, they targeted it. And, yeah, the defending for this goal... I'm actually going to cut Hellander a bit of slack, to be honest. I think Goldson could do better. And the pass that Kenny splits past Balogun, yeah, he could do better as well. But I think Goldson could maybe go over to sort of help cover that side. And then, you know, Hellander's in there in the middle... So I've cut Hellander a wee bit of slack, to be honest, but it was a good goal, but I think there was things that we could have done better to prevent it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it was just all too easy. I had that all too easy feel about it for him to score. It was just one of them ones he kind of... The ball to Edward's too easy for him to go on the end of it. Don't get me wrong, it's a cracking ball from Edward, and he's by far and away the best player Celtic have. There's no doubt about it. Um, and then... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is a great cross. I do think Hollander should be doing a bit better. Um, I think he should probably get there first. But, again, it's one of them ones you've just kind of got to hold your hands up and be like, OK, they, they've scored and it's time to kick on from that. Um, unfortunately, Rangers didn't really kick on from that. Um, and before we go any further, we were just mentioning Balogun. At no point today am I going to give him any sort of pass marks, whether that's his fault or not, because he's not a right-back. I don't know, but I thought he was... A bomb scare today. I really thought at any time the ball was going near him, he, he wasn't dealing with a ball. He wasn't dealing with headers. He wasn't dealing with setting balls. He really wasn't dealing with. Just, just, yeah, just, just, just on Balgan, I will probably touch him later when he come off. But I turned to you today and I said, "See Rangers fans, and I'll say you as well, Scotia. See Rangers fans, it's like um, Tarvit defending. I'll tell you what, you noticed him today that he was not there, even in terms of defending." He is a major. He's a major player for this team. The way we play, and it's, I uh, even when Parson come in, he's he's Parson's good. He's he's, he's okay at moment, Parson, but if Tar if we ever miss Tar for a long period, uh, we'd be up shit creek. We really have, might have to look at a right back in the summer as a as a replacement. I know he's never injured Tar, but I just thought we missed him majorly. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, no, I don't think we need to look for a right back. But I've mentioned this before it's the positional sense that you get from playing in the position and you can clearly see that his positional sense at the moment is geared to playing in the centre of the defence the things that he's doing are things that he, you know that if he's doing that one position inside it's fine to do um, and that's that's what it's down to and it'll take it would, if he's going to play there it'll take a while a few more games than he's had that position to kind of get that positional awareness and know exactly where he is in the pitch and you obviously you can do it in training but it's, it's a completely different thing doing it in training and then actually playing it in a game when a team's actually coming out and they do want to beat you. And yeah, so you can you can put it down to that with Balogun, I think. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I suppose. I think, I just don't think that that should be look, looked at as an option though, really, for Rangers going forward. I don't think he should be the one that we, the kind of third choice right back, if you like, shouldn't be, shouldn't be Balogun. There should be someone else in place. I know we don't need three right backs, of course, but if there's nobody in 
and like the youth team that's willing to kind of step up to, to the plate and almost to take Patterson's role from like what Patterson's moved on to somebody to take Patterson's role that he's left in the academy somebody that we can then use if we have to use because like a John Flanagan type that can play both flanks maybe a, a kind of yeah, yeah, yeah possibly yeah possibly something like that to be honest but I just don't think Balogun's not the answer <laughs> it just isn't it was just Gerard doesn't seem to like his utility players though, does he? he no, that's true. Like, it's you know that's a one more of a Kenny Walter Smith kind of trait that you would have a player that could play sort of in quite a few positions if the need ever arises for it, and that's where sort of as you say Flanagan and Halliday, McCrory were all perfect for that type of position, and those three the players that he's kind of shipped out. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right there, but yeah, it's probably anything to look at. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, Celtic have got their tails up really since the goal, and you can see the confidence growing in. Going for them, Scott Brown's getting far too much time in the ball, and they've real good play again, getting down, uh, getting into the Rangers box with ease. Ball squared to Edward for some reason, decides to go down instead of shooting, and is booked for diving. Um, are you getting a duel with this one here? I've got no idea why Edward, even if there is slight contact, why he thinks to go down here. Yeah, well, as soon as Celtic scored, we, we, both, we both said to each other, Celtic's tempo lifted right away. And they were on the front foot. We we looked like a team today that was out for a bit of a jolly, to be honest. Swanning about the park, walking about the park. There was no tempo in that Rangers team. And we've said it for day one, there's no tempo for the Rangers team. We're, pretty, we're flat all the time. We need to have the high tempo. And for some reason today we didn't. But no, this is major out of jail. I thought at first, I thought, oh no, they're going to get a penalty. And a bit of praise to the referee for once while they call him. He, he gave it right up a lot of referees, especially as Rangers, would probably go, right, we'll get the penalty, yeah, that's an easy decision, but I thought, no, praise to Willie Collum, but I actually thought Willie Collum had a decent game today, actually, which is quite hard to say, but <laughs> had a decent game, but no, what Edward's doing, I really don't know, to me, he should burst the net, but I see what he's doing to Nick Cornifield, but Willie Collum seen what he was doing, which was which was fair play to him. Yeah, it's close, a, a penalty or a dive? No, it wasn't a penalty at all, no, and I, yeah, it was a bit of a dive, to be honest, it's one of these, you know, it wasn't a, obvious dive it was a very clever kind of step over and fall doesn't flick the foot out that you see a lot of play players do that kind of tell you it's dive straight away but I, th- I thought it, I didn't think it was a penalty at first but I did have the fear that that's not how the referee would say it because as I say it was very it was very cleverly done the way he went down um, so I had that wee bit of fear about me and it's Colin so I was like oh no <laughs> thanks, thankfully he was on the ball today Colin yeah, he was. He was not bad to to give him his to give him his due, which is not something I think I've ever said about Willie Collum. Oh, no, I think we should actually give praise to referees yeah. when they deserve it. Yeah, I actually true. think he deserved praise for the majority of that game. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, but it was becoming all too easy for Celtic. Um, Rangers were really struggling to get anything going, like urgency and anything we were trying to do. Um, Edward having a field day, running into an area, any area that he wants, giving the defence all sorts of problems, and then. The greatest moment to happen in an old firm game probably happens this season, for sure. Um, Rangers got a corner out of nothing. It's a poor kind of pass back from Celtic. It's a great ball in from Barisic. Balogun gets up, meets with his head. Uh, it's go- actually going wide, but there's Alfie rushing in at the back post to make it 1-1. Finally, the wee man gets his old firm goal. Finally, the wee man gets to do his celebration at Parkhead, and I am fucking delighted about it. Aye. God, brilliant. And to give Balogun a bit of credit, I know we've been ripping the arse out of him today, but he wins the header. And we all know Celtic are terrible at defending set pieces. There was one in the second half, I remember me and Carney, we looked at each other, Rangers won a free kick and tried to play a quick one instead of actually putting it in the box. 
which I thought was stupid. But no, great ball in for Barisic. We know he's got that all, all day long. Balogun wins the header. And there's Big Buffett at a back post. Honestly, I couldn't be more delighted. And Scorsese, what do you reckon was the first song I put on my playlist <laughs> at, at 90 minutes and left the window zone? What do you reckon it was? I'll give you one guess. Uh, was it a wee bit of um, Buffalo Soldier? Oh, no, yeah, of course. It was, it was Seven Nation Army. Oh, all right. <laughs> I would have played Buffalo Soldier. Well, that's not going, don't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, he saved it. For when we won 55, he got his 55th league goal, yeah. Right in the stars, wasn't it? Right in the stars. Uh, absolutely, uh, yeah. Overjoyed from him. Doesn't matter how you score against Celtic. Doesn't no. matter how you score, to be honest, if you, as long as you score. And he's in the right place at the right time. And, you know, he play, he reads gold, uh, Balogun's header really well makes his run, he's onside, because it was one of those ones I was like, I did think he was onside, but I was like, right, I just need to see that again, just to make sure he hasn't strayed off when he when he makes his run, but you no, know, he checks his run really well to get in there, and I'm delighted for him, and yeah, delighted for us, because it was against the run he played, because Celtic were yeah, the better team in that, since, after, since they'd scored, they were yeah playing with a bit of ease, really, and we were just, it's not as if we were under constant pressure, but we weren't, we just weren't there. I thought I thought he was brave as well because he he could have clattered into that back post as well, especially putting the head on there. I, I thought it was a really good goal by Alfie, and obviously the wee celebration that we all do at Carney in the club deck. The, <laughs> absolutely loved it, and he gave the either it was fifty five or shush, you get the ten in a row anymore. I don't care, but it was beautiful. Yeah, absolutely spectacular for the wee man to finally get his goal. And I said, I don't know if you've seen David Edgar's tweet for heart and hand, but that's the the trophy that the Celtic fans were holding on to. That he's never scored against Celtic, gone now. Oh, so, no, yeah, I that, yeah. <laughs> so you really couldn't ask um, for more. Delighted for the wee man. Um, if there was one man that was going to spoil the party for them today, or the hollow party anyway, was what it would have been. Um, I'm delighted that it's Alfie. Can I take my smile off my face when I'm thinking about the wee man scoring and the Celtic? Celebration. I just wish, I just wish there'd have been tons in the stadium to see him slide <laughs> and do his celebration because they would have cried their eyes out. It was brilliant. Um, so died for him. Um, but then Celtic really get the, the, the chance to score. Um, they kind of split the Rangers defence far too easily. Edwards through the middle, shots through the legs of McGregor, who manages to close his legs quick enough um, just to take the sting out of the ball and gets back to stop the ball rolling over the line. Again, our defence looking really, really shaky. Then an absolutely great strike from uh, Ryan Kent. It's a ball over the top. He watches it come over his shoulder and strikes a ball on the volley. Great strikes. A good save by Bain. Kind of looked, looked better than what it was, I think, the save from Bain just due to the, the strike of the, the pace on the shot. But, Ali, this would have been a fucking tremendous goal if we'd have scored this. Oh, God. I would have been running out my front door down the street, I think, after <laughs> this. This was a great ball by Hadji. And all you said, over the shoulder by, by Kent on a volley. In real time, it looked brilliant. It looked a great save. But when you look at it back, it was—I would say—it's was a comfortable save for Ben. He should be making that save. But no, it was—it was a good move for Rangers. And um, first kind of real decent move we'd done to be honest in the whole first half because it was mostly Celtic to be honest. But no, it was—it was unlucky with Ryan Kent. I thought he was up for it today, Ryan Kent. Yeah, I think he—I think he put a hell of a shift in Ryan Kent. Scotia, your thoughts on this chance? Yeah, I mean the technique from um, Kent for this, but I'd like to I'd pull it back and say that the ball by Hadge is brilliant as well because he watches what Kent's doing and he waits and then he hits it and it's it's an inch perfect inch perfect pass um, from Kent uh, from Hadge, sorry, um, 
Yeah, so I thought that was really good as well because I know they were all on the commentary and stuff were all going on about how good Kent's shot was itself, but I thought the, the pass itself was up there as well. It was really good. And the whole move in itself was really good. And that was a good save by, by Ben. Yeah, it was maybe a wee Charbonnier-esque save where it's yeah, yeah. the cameras a wee bit, but it was still a good save. Um, yeah. but I would, I would, if that had went in, my roof in the, my house would have come off. I would have been bouncing around the place. Oh, I was saying, I would have lost, bad I went fucking mental if we'd have scored this because, uh, I mean, it definitely was. Uh, Rangers' goal was completely against the run of play, um, which makes it even sweeter, to be honest. Uh, it makes it even sweeter that Rangers were definitely not at their best today and we've still come away with a, a draw and they've probably paid, played the best they can and we've still come out away with a draw. So you can't really complain, to be honest, but it would have been an absolutely fucking wonder goal if we'd have scored it. kind of took me by surprise when he had it. I didn't expect him to hit it and he just, it was like, uh, it just kind of happened and you were like, what? Because we've been going on about Kent and shooting and stuff and like, he needs yeah. to shoot more, he needs to get better at shooting and that was, that was perfect. It just, everything kind of fell into position for the, the perfect strike there and uh, it was unlucky. So we'll move on. Um, Celtic again should probably be ahead. My corner headers right down towards the right hand corner, um, and McGregor somehow again makes the save to keep Rangers level, and that kind of takes us up to half time. So Scott, I'll come to you first. What's your your, your kind of thoughts at half time? Just happy to get there at one each, mate. Yeah, pretty much. We get, I mean, I'll get away with it a wee bit to go come in at one each because, well, I, in fairness, I think obviously it was a slow start, and I, I think up until Celtic scored, Rangers were possibly slightly better but they weren't really creating anything they had a bit more of the ball I thought um, but as soon as Celtic score it's all them and they're just constantly threatening down that um, or their their left or right and yeah we, we get the goal and um, I against the running play really glad that it went in and yes Celtic then ended up finishing off the half um, the better team again as well you know apart from that one wee move we had so all in all, yeah, really glad that we're in at 1-1 because it is a bit of a let-off. Ali? Yeah, same as Scotia. I thought going in at one each, I was delighted to go in at one each the way that game uh, went, especially the last kind of 30 minutes of the second half. I thought it was mostly Celtic, to be honest. I mean, the amount of corners they had today was... <laughs> Ridiculous. Know, over, 10, over 10 at one point, I know that. All, all I wrote was corner to end, corner to end. <laughs> But uh, they didn't do anything with them, to be fair. But no, I was delighted. When we get back into the game at one each, I thought, no, if we could get to half time, but one each, we could regroup and come back out. I did say to you, Carney, I says, he's got to take Balogun off and put Parson on because he's having a torrid time down there. They target it constantly. And I thought, if he's fit enough, Parson, he's got to come on in the second half and obviously he'll come on to that. But no, I, like I said to you as well, I thought Rangers can't play as bad as we can in the first half and the second half. So I was optimistic with the second half, which is always like that. But it was... Um, I, I was happy enough, to be honest, because Celtic, in fairness, should have been two or three goals ahead in that. Well, they half. should have. Let's not beat around the bush. Like, they should have been ahead. And it's brilliant. But, I mean, it, obviously, yeah, it it in hindsight now, it's fucking tremendous. Like, yeah. that, that obviously, what's happened. But yeah, there was no doubt about it that Celtic should have been ahead. There was very similar the game at um, Ibrooks. In New Year. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty similar to it, to be honest. They, um, they, they really nah. looked... On you go, no, I was... I'll let you finish. Well, what were you going to say? No, carry on. I was going to say, I thought that we were, we were better than we were at the game at Ibrox. Oh, yeah, I think we were. Yeah, I think we were. I, I think we... Actually, I think we definitely were better. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think there's any doubt that we were definitely better than... Um, 
than the new year, but I, I can I, I get where you're coming from. I, I, I can I get where you're coming from. They just they didn't. We never really had any sort of flow today. We no, didn't really too have too slow. Yeah, I mean, but as I say, there's so many mitigating factors in that. I suppose then you, you've kind of got to take take the point and run. <laughs> really, I'm deleted about it. As I say, I'm 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 chuffed. Obviously, I'd have loved to win, but um, we'll jump into the second half. The the change that we all would have made didn't happen, uh, not right away. Anyway, Celtic continue to be on the front foot. A deflected shot from Laxalt leads to a corner. The corner leads to a header from Walsh to go just over the bar. Rangers are looking really shaky at the back, especially down the right-hand side. Rangers then have a chance. Ball comes in from the right-hand side from Balgan. It comes to Morelos, who just can't control it, um, and it goes kind of right through him. But a bit better, a bit a bit more composure from Alfie here um, and control needed and I think he would have probably had a chance here but Ali you said it to me um, this sums up Alfredo Morelos does sum Morelos up we've all said it when he doesn't have time to think about something he usually scores kind of one at the back post he's probably not much time to think about that in the head that one he he can see it coming he's miscontrolled it and the chance is gone but that's Alfredo Morelos for you to be honest Scorsese should they do better here yeah, as, as what Ali was saying there, what happens is the ball takes a wee slight deflection off. I can't mind what Celtic defender it was, but when it's coming in, the ball takes a slight deflection. So I don't know then if Morelos is then thinking, oh no, I need to adjust myself. And by the time he's got there, the ball's hit his knee and went away. So yeah, I think it's potentially down to that maybe. Because yeah, when it went in, I was like, oh, you should have been doing a lot more there, Alfie. Yeah. Uh, another kind of half chance from Celtic at this point. Edward gets a shot at the edge of the box, um, forces a save from McGregor, but it has. Pretty, pretty comfortable for McGregor to be honest but again Celtic looking dangerous um, kind of seem to be getting not chances at well but, but just been able to kind of have give our defence a run around when they wanted to um, the sub that we all would have made then happens on 55 minutes Balogun comes off Patterson comes on um, Ali quickly we've obviously touched on Balogun but he's not a right back <laughs> no <laughs> just yeah. not. I, I think every Rangers fan when they looked at that team today Probably all said what we all said. We looked at it and went, oh no. Oh, because no. we, I, I knew Celtic would play that, El Unis, whatever it's called, and obviously Edward up front. I knew they would target the right hand side. Most teams would target that right hand side of Balogun's there, looking how he's played previously. So it wasn't a good game for Balogun. The positives you can say, set the goal up for Morelos to get his back in at one each. That was a positive. But in terms of defending today, he was a bomb scare of the whole game and I'm sorry, he can play there against teams any other team in the SPL, he can probably play it right back, but Celtic I know Celtic aren't a great team this year, but they're still a level above other teams in the SPFL and you see in Europe, it's caught out time after time and I'm sorry if, if Tav isn't if is fit for the next whole firm, Balogun cannot play there end of Scotia. Yeah, um Oh, he wasn't particularly good today at right back, was he? Um, the, the thing with Patterson, I don't know if there's a wee bit of Gerard maybe overthinking it and trying can he play him there for cover, as Ali had said, Kenny at the start. Because if Patterson's fit, he should have been on at half time rather than waiting those ten minutes to bring him on. Now I can understand if he's carrying a knock, not starting him, because then if he gets knocked again, you have to change it, and it it changes your formation or it doesn't change your formation, but it changes your your game set up and you're you're out attacking the game but so I was a bit surprised that it wasn't on from 45 minutes and he waits 10 minutes for it to come on it's one of these ones I never quite maybe maybe I don't I'm not a manager maybe I don't understand it but I've never understood you know why they do why they wait those 10 minutes to bring players on 
when you can, well, from what I can see, they clearly should be brought on 10 minutes earlier. They kind of get up to speed with the match from kickoff because obviously when you come in while the game's in full flow, it's it can take a wee bit longer to sort of get straight into the game. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if it's whether they do it just to see if Celtic are going to change anything or that the opposition team are going to change anything in terms of waiting that 10 minutes. But I'm saying, mate, it, we all could see that. We could all see that sub had to happen. Everybody was like, I don't think there would have been one kind of one Rangers player, that, a one Rangers supporter that would have said, no, yeah, I agree with you, like Patterson has to you come could, on. To be fair, you, you could see after the first. 20-25 minutes was he one I, I, I always remember and you guys remember as well Fernando Rickson played right back for Rangers and I think it was Bobby Petter tore him a new <laughs> you know, I won't say that but tore him and he got hooked after something like 20-25 minutes and today it probably should have harmed and I know it might kill the guy's confidence probably but I don't think it would for Balogun because he's not a right back but I think he, sh- he probably should have been hooked before half time to be honest because it was just coming down that side all the time. It was too easy. Yeah. No, what I would say as well about see, leaving that, that 10 minutes to make the sub, it gives Laxalt and McGregor, I think it was Laxalt and McGregor on that left-hand side, it gives them another 10 minutes to get back into the swing of things that they were doing. Whereas if you if you make the sub straight away, you can maybe break it up a lot quicker. Whereas it gives them that kind of wee period of time to get back into what they were doing in the first half and kind of, you know, getting each other's wavelength again. Um, yeah, so... I make the change earlier, please, Gerard. <laughs> what the fuck do we know about football? Let's be honest. <laughs> um, so then, Morelos gets his mandatory old firm booking, obviously, as you would expect, and Rangers make uh, a double substitution. No, just one substitution, sorry, this time. Uh, Hadji comes off, Arfield comes on. This is obviously moving a rebo a wee bit further up the pitch. Um, now, obviously, I know, and I don't want to be too controversial here, but I'm basing this purely on football in terms today. Um, Kamara wasn't on it for me, um, not the entire match, he didn't look like he was all there, I don't know if it's just down to what's happened, I'm not sure, there's obviously going to be some of that that you're going to have to take into consideration, but if I put that to one side just now, no matter how hard that is to do, um, I, 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 I would have took Kamara off, I just thought he was too passive in his play, I thought he's, he was no conviction in his passes, and I don't think he really showed that he was he, he was there and up for it today, Ali, am I being about half sure? No, I, I said she as well. I, I thought, I thought Kamara was a. It's, it's hard to say, obviously, what's happened to him this week. But if you take it out and just go full, purely on a footballing um, sense, I, I thought he was a not an empty shot, but I didn't think he was there from the Glen Kamara. We know this season he dies with a ball. He's quick with a ball. I, th- I felt for Steve Davis a bit in those games. He can't do it all himself. It's quite hard if he's got. A, He's got a Kamara and a Rebo when they're both not on it. I thought a Rebo was in and out the game at times. He's better further forward. It was crying out for Arfield to come on. And Arfield's not been great since he's come back, but it was crying out for somebody with a slight wee bit of dig. He just... He looked like he didn't want to be there, Kamara, to be honest today. And I hope it's not because what happened to him on Thursday night. I really do, because... I really don't, sorry, because he's a, he's a great player, Kamara. He's, he's probably one of our best players this year, Kamara. He's... But today, he just wasn't on it. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, Scotia. It happens a few times in old firm games that you'll have one of your Camaras or Ebos, one of the newer players that have come in. Um, they, sometimes they, they look scared to the occasion. They look as if they can't sort of 
exactly and the, the occasion if you know what I mean um, so it, it happens as well so I, I mean you know, obviously what's happened to him you, you, I mean I was looking at stuff on Friday evening and I was oh, it was what it was doing to me was ridiculous so I don't even can't even begin to comprehend what it was like for someone who has to deal with it and you know like that um, so you can under if it was that you could understand it I don't know if it was because like I say there's been occasions in old firm games where there's been one or two players that have, haven't been exposed to as many old firms as the likes of Davis, who's obviously also an awful lot older and had more experience in football. Full stop. Um, they, they look, they can look a wee bit as if the game passes them by a wee bit. So I, yeah, it wasn't great, but then not a majority of the team weren't great today either as well. So it's yeah. that. I, I get I get where you're coming from, mate, because you're right, and I think we'd said it as well, John, Aribo as well, some of his touches and passes today were just a lack of conviction, they lacked the belief in themselves really today at some points, and it was quite quite disappointing to see, but I just felt like if it was the whole occasion that it got to Kamara, if that was the case, then it, I think it, we should have probably just got him out of dodge really at that point and, and made the sub, but as I say, um, try to put that kind of to one side, just purely, purely based on the performance level, it just didn't look like it was there for him today, so anyway, we'll move on. Rangers got a free kick on the right-hand side, ball in from Barisic is initially cleared, uh, ball back in from Kent leads to a shot from Davis edge of the box, but it's deflected out for a corner, um, nothing comes from the corner, um, Celtic then got another chance to break away down the right-hand channel, Davis does just enough to force the shot to be taken early, and McGregor saves it, turns it round for the 10th corner at this point, um, and then the corner leads to a chance for Edward, um, which he probably should score from as well, Rangers living on borrowed time, that's what it felt like to me anyway, and then Rangers make a double sub, um, Roof and Wright come on, and Morelos and Aribo come off, so we're into the kind of last 10 minutes, Ali, are you just hoping for the final whistle? <laughs> the, uh, that was weird, I would have snatched a hand for one each, to be honest, I mean, I'm delighted we won each today, just the way it's went, the way obviously we're champions, we're still unbeaten, we'll obviously come on to that, but we might have nicked that game, possibly, the way it went, we could have nicked it, there was a one with Bain, hit, the, hit off his defender and nearly fell to the roof, I mean that would have summed our season up if I had went in and we'd won that <laughs> way, but it was, um, aye, we could, we could have nicked it, Celtic probably wouldn't have, they deserve, the draw was probably was that a fair result? I don't know. Celtic probably deserve maybe slightly more, but they can have as much possession as they want Celtic in shots, but they need to do something with it. That's a couple of games Celtic's played against us and they've not done anything with it. And they, against Dungeon United, they battered them, didn't score. So yeah. it sort of sums them up this season. But no, I thought we might have another chance. And to be fair, I thought the last 10 minutes was more Rangers to be honest than Celtic they kind of ran out of steam and thought we're not going to score here yeah I would, t- I would tend to agree with that mate I think the longer I said to you the longer the gate this game goes on here the more I fancy Rangers getting the winner I just thought if Celtic don't score because they pretty much dominated possession um, so the entire game Rangers really didn't play like we were looking to do that we didn't look like we were trying to play our usual game of um, possession especially the later half uh, the later of the second half I think Rangers were just settling for if we can break we'll break if not just let them have the ball and don't let them score that's kind of the way it looked um, I mean and if that's a game plan it's worked and we've got their way a draw but yeah I think in the last 10 minutes Scotia, what's your thoughts are you thinking we could nick it? Yeah I'll th- be a bit slightly yeah because I've got um, 
But note down here, yeah, like in the 83rd minute was the sort of first decent chance in the, the second half or decent play period of play that Rangers really had. Apart from that, we Morelos half chance was inside the sort of first four or five minutes. But it was the first time that we really thought that. And yeah, so I was hoping it, I was hoping it had my coupon on for Rangers to win. And like I'd done a few more bookings and things like that, Morelos and Brown. And it was looking good, Morelos to score. And then just waiting for that second goal for that to win didn't happen. <laughs> but yeah, I thought Rangers finished finished the game a bit stronger than they had been because that whole second half, Rangers, it was a non-event for Rangers, to be honest, really. It was, what's going on? Ali said that a draw was a fair result. I don't think, if you look at it as a neutral, probably the draw probably wasn't a fair result. I think Celtic probably will feel a wee bit hard done by, but get that, that right. But, 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 Scotia, I would, I would say on that, though, McGregor, yeah, he had a couple of saves today, but I wouldn't say I'd save after save after save McGregor. He did have, he had quite a few saves, but nothing. It seemed to have a, I mean, I watched Celtic and Stunning United now, the umpteen shots and can't score. See if Celtic, I mean, I think that's as good as Celtic can play, and they did it at Ibrooks, and they, they just can't score for some reason. I don't know what it is. And they were the game football to put the ball in the back of the net, and if they can't do it, then they don't deserve it. But I, I, to I, I me, so I, I thought a one each was probably maybe maybe fair. Well, blue tinted glasses slightly, <laughs> but slightly massively. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I agree with you, Ali, and the, the, the fact of a Rangers fan, yeah. But I think no. If you if you look at the t- Celtic, will feel pretty hard done by you. And as I say, of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I was going to on this like, last ten minutes, you, and you mentioned the what Bain done. Right, Roof should have been a wee bit more alert, but I don't think Roof's ever going to expect something like but, that happens. Gross, of what striker in the world would you expect in that to happen? Come on. See the, the, the highlights from the Dumbarton game yesterday? I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I was like, surely something like that can't happen again within Scottish yeah. football. In the, the, one chance, the one chance I would have said was the one when Scott Wright was diving with a ball. And to me, he should have slipped Kent and He tried to play it in the middle, I think maybe Roof or something. Oh, yeah, he chose it off ball. But I thought Scott Wright was positive when he came on. And I hope Scott Wright gets a chance going forward in the spot. Because I think he looks a dangerous player. Yeah, I think he looks a good player, to be honest. He's a very direct player. Um, I think he's a step above what Jordan Jones was. Um, I think he's that kind of type of player. He's got more flirties, he's more flirties play um, than I think Jordan Jones ever will have. But we've just even without me getting into it, we've pretty much covered off the last 10 minutes there. Um, but yeah, I think Rangers had their best period of the whole game in the last 10 minutes, to, yeah. to be completely honest. There's three minutes added on time. Um, Golson has a, a kind of half header chance, if you like, from a corner. Nothing really else happens, and it ends um, Celtic 1, Rangers 1. Now, full time thoughts, gentlemen. Um, I'm happy that it's a draw. I would have took a draw at the start of the match. I would take a draw going to Parkhead any day of the week anyway. Um, I think it's a, a decent result for Rangers. But in terms of the game and the way it went and the, the, the kind of best chances probably fall into them, I think it makes it even sweeter. And it's fucking fantastic that Morelos is the one that stopped them getting, getting a result against us. And uh, our unbeaten run in the league continues and we are marching on and it's now on to one of the Scottish Cup. I don't really think I can really complain too much about the end result. No, it's, I, I would have taken a draw as well, especially with the game went as well. I, like I said to you at half-time, if we could blow the whistle now, I'll take it. Yeah, I think this will 
put another wee dagger into Celtic again because I don't think they can play any better than this. I think this is Celtic's the best they can play. We've seen it at Ibrox. They played that 40-odd, 50 match, whatever it was. They played well, couldn't score. Again, they got a goal today, but they'll be, they'll, it'll sicken them because we've got something out of this game. It's not giving them momentum, which I didn't want. I didn't want to give them any momentum because there's a chance we could get them in the Scottish Cup and I don't want to give them anything this season. And I don't think we have. And I think with we Alfie scoring as well, that'll sicken them even more. It's brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they'll be absolutely gutted Celtic fans once again and they'll just want the end of this season, to be honest now, because, yeah, for Rangers to go there and play as poor as we did, to be honest, we were already in patches, but we were poor the majority of the game. We yeah. play a hell of a lot better than that and we got away with a draw. Yeah. And it's still potentially two was one old firm potentially another old firm to come in the Scottish Cup. It's looking decent for Rangers. Yeah, after a tough week, Scotia, it's an all right one to take, is it not? Yeah, I'm fairly happy with the one one because as I say, I think it was a bit of a bit of robbery from us, you know. Um it keeps the unbeaten go, go, unbeaten run, sorry, going. Um Hellander still never defeated in the league. Really? I seen that was the first. That was the first tweet that I seen. That guy that's got the pages again, like has Hollander lost a league match yet? It's just no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so pretty happy. And yeah, as Ali says, Rangers weren't at it today. They weren't really good. I think I've got like three players. That I think I can say done okay as well. Yeah, we just weren't at it today. And you know, as we've touched on, there's mitigating circumstances for why that potentially is. Um, so no, I won once. At the end of the day, that's a really good result for us. Yeah, you take it all day. Um, really, we'd always say we'd all have loved to went there and put a mark, put a marker down and show why we're champions. But I am not going to complain in the, the way the game went. That we've got out there with a draw, and I say it's just so sweet that Alfredo Morelos has broke some Tim Hearts. It's it's fantastic. So we'll jump on to Mario Mars before we finish up. Um, I'm giving it to Alfredo Morelos, um, Ali. <laughs> yeah, I, Scotia was kind of summed up quite well in terms of pass marks for players today. I thought Ryan Kent tried. I think he's the one guy in that team that you look and you can see he's trying his burst of pace, but no. 54 league goals coming in there. It was written, as Brian Goh tweeted today, it was, it was written in the stars for it to be score number 55. He scored it. They can't go on about that anymore. I don't know what they can go on about now. They can just get their ladders out and take the Union Jacks down today and rest them all down. But they're away, to be honest. But, no, we all fate is my man that match. Scotia? Yeah, I said there's three players that I kind of thought Alfie was one of them. thought he played well. You know, he got the goal, but I thought other oh, above the goal, he was playing well, linking up well. Sometimes didn't have the most amount of service. The next one was Kent. Again, in the first half, I thought he was really good driving, similar to how he was playing against Slavia in the first half um, on Thursday night as well. But in the second half, he kind of fell away. But at that point, the whole Rangers team weren't really doing much up until the last sort of 10 minutes. Um, I've went for Alan McGregor as man of the match. Didn't make any outstanding save, like, out, like absolute world-class, top-notch saves, but it was constant saves. You know, the one where he nearly got pegged by Edward. You know, he does well to just get his legs shut just enough in time. Yeah, and I thought the saves the saves that he did make, you know, kept us in the game. And although as I say they weren't anything that you would watch back time and time again. But I thought he was really solid today again, so I'm uh, giving it to Shagger. 
Fair enough, mate. Um, again, that probably tells its story itself, mate, the fact that you're giving it Alan McGregor, um, which is even sweeter. So all the Tims that are listening and watching us doing this, um, they'll be sick and by it. So it's, it gets even better and better. Enjoy taking all the Union Jack down and remember that Glasgow is blue. Well, that'll do this, gentlemen. Uh, we'll just wrap up here. As always, Ali, thank you very much, mate. No problem. We've got an international weekend coming up, which I would enjoy. I know you'll enjoy Scotia. So, aye, uh, Cove Rangers two weeks time I'll, I'll be ready for that one yeah Scotia cheers mate yeah thanks guys enjoy the rest of your day so if you haven't already please do subscribe to our YouTube channel give the videos a like leave us a wee five star rating on Apple Podcasts it really does make a huge difference and it really helps support us um, thank you all for listening um, as I say please subscribe follow anywhere that you can uh, we will be back not sure when we'll be back <laughs> we'll be back midweek just depending on how things go in terms of news and stuff um, but yeah, just stay proud of Rangers. Um, it's not a result that we can really be disappointed in. We're still unbeaten in the league. We've not played our best today, and we've still come out with a draw. Um, and Alfredo Morelos has scored against them. They, they're, they're really taking everything that they have to hold on to away from them. So get up them. Uh, I hope they enjoy their Sunday. I'm certainly going to enjoy mine. So we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and we'll speak to you all next time. We are the people. Cheers.